0: One more day, we're live in L.A., and welcome back. It is uh, the Bill Michaels Show, the Friday edition. And uh, this, this morning is a little different. The, uh, the last few nights we've run out, we've run around, we've done it as a group. Last night, Mike Clemens, I literally, when we left to go to uh, the uh, Cigars with the Stars, Mike turns to me and says, there's some beers in the fridge, right? And I said, yeah, why? And he says, because my night is ready. I literally left you. As, you walked, as I walked out the door, with a Bud Light in your hand, spaghetti on the stove, and porky
1: pig cartoons <laughs> on yeah. the TV. Yeah. And I want to explain to you, when you left, I'm sure you said something to Kristen about, is he nuts? No, uh, no, I get it. I just, I kind of needed that uh, as an escape. I found that that was on the cool multi-channel thing that we got there in the place we're staying at it for the week. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it was a nice diversion there for a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. a, a matter of fact, then I called my brother who lives out here in LA. He's lived out here for thirty years, and uh, he said, "What you got on the background there?" And then we got into a discussion about uh, Porky Pig and Mel Blanc and stuff like that. Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, Daffy Duck. Roadrunner came right after that. Oh, oh no, you missed the that, That's the stuff right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the
0: Roadrunner goes beep, beep. How are right? we looking? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah.
1: You know, the, I mean, the coyote's looking over the cliff, you know, for the bird. Oh, know? yeah. And the Roadrunner comes up behind him goes, meep, meep, and yeah. he, he falls over the cliff. Right. Gets me every time. You know it's coming. Gets me you you know every time. Coming.
0: Every time. Well, it gets the coyote every time, too. There you go. So. Uh, welcome to the friday edition of the bill michael show we've got all kinds of stuff today we are going to have mike golick we are going to have ron jaworski we are going to have bill romanowski darren Ravel, uh mike Patterson or mark Patterson. he uh has climbed every major summit in the world and just completed mount everest oh cool so he is going to be joining us uh kicks brooks real good conversation with kicks Brooks from Brooks from and Dunn. From Brooks and Dunn, the country
1: yep. band. Oh, great.
0: Uh, he stopped by, so we got him. Uh, we might have Joe Theismann. Yeah. We saw him this morning running around. He said he wouldn't mind coming over. Washington he, quarterback from the day. And he loves to come and talk to us because he loves to talk Packers and Mark Murphy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, Mark was the safety on those right. Joe Gibb championship teams back in the 80s.
0: And then, uh, obviously, the, uh, the big stories last night. For the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers wins his second straight and fourth uh, NFL MVP award at the honors uh, show last night. And then, and by the way, he uh, is wearing a gold corduroy jacket with a long hair and looks like a porn actor out of work from here in or Be- er, here in Los Angeles. Van Nuys, maybe. Van up the road. Van Nice, and I, then I, uh, I congratulations he, I, to Leroy I, Butler.
1: I I thought he had won prom king 1972. I
0: yeah. thought that was. F- just yeah.
1: fine, you know. Whatever. Now I'm
0: sure that suit costs more than my car.
1: It, but you know, he was uh, he was uh, sitting in the front row, uh, by himself. Everybody else <clears> was there with their wife and their girlfriend. No, Shailene would like
0: No, sir. Maybe she's off either filming a movie or on Instagram swearing. Like she just got off of the ship in which uh, 427,000 sailors.
1: Well, you know, backing up her boyfriend and, yeah. and attacking the media. So, there you go. Yeah, so, you.
0: and congratulations to Leroy Butler. Uh, which uh, last night uh, he ends up finally, which we, we thought right away, that uh, this would be the year. And Leroy Butler gets in. He finally gets into the Hall of Fame.
1: And you know who else got in that class that I, that I felt really good about too? Was Coach Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil, I thought he's been, he's been great for football, won a championship. Uh, I just thought that uh, that was great to see him. He was the guy that led, took the St. Louis Rams. Yeah. To uh, the Super Bowl, and then you know, for years, was an outstanding announcer too, just like uh, John Madden. So, the yeah. for meals, bus will be added in Canton this coming summer,
0: which is which is awesome. And uh, it's um, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Robin says uh, Rogers looked like Cameron Poe from Con Air. Uh, Tim says porn actor. You nailed it. <laughs> uh, Jake said, and I knew you and I talked about this when we got when I got home last night. Um, the speech was: I love my guys, love my teammates, love my coach, love the front office. Been a great 17 years. Always walks the tightrope. Always loves the drama. Won't commit anyway. Won't even won't even say I I I'd love to stay in Green Bay or I I've loved my time there and I'd love to finish my career. None of that. None of that. Just loves to just leave it out there leave everybody guessing same thing this morning is rodgers now off after 17 years, you know that thing and then today it's everybody says this is was that his farewell speech I, and all that crap I think crap. I can
1: get the clip of it for you if you want yeah. um, can I give you a quick yeah, go ahead. once go ahead the games so yesterday the rams we've talked about the Santa ana winds have come in seasonably everybody in la is like we can't believe how hot it is this week it's normally not this hot in february in southern california it got up to 87 degrees at UCLA, where the Bengals were practicing, so Sean McVay gets his guys in the bus in Thousand Oaks. They're up at Cal Lutheran. That's where the Rams' temporary facility has been for the last five years or so. Uh, and he got out got them on the bus, and they went about 50 miles down the road to Pasadena, and they practiced in the Rose Bowl. Right. And they went full speed. They they put on the pads. They had the, the shoulders. A two-hour practice. But uh, and and uh, Jared Bell, who you've had on the show. Uh, says he was the pool reporter for the practice. He said that uh, Matthew Stafford was throwing the ball all over the field and laser sharp. And they were, yeah. they, I mean, they a two hour session with a lot of work on timing like that. Tyler Higby, the uh, the tight end, I don't think he's going to play. He he ain't going to play. He's st- probably going to be doubtful uh, with that knee injury. But they think they're going to get back one of their offensive tackles, uh, one of the defensive linemen. So that was what was going on with the uh, with the Rams. The Bengals. Um, no problem. They went to the, the, the place that they've been working at the last couple of days at UCLA, Drake Stadium. And uh, they had a, a long workout as well. But um, And C.J. Uzama uh, did practice, limited. Yeah. But the big tight end who sprained his knee in the first half of the Chiefs game uh, got, got out there limited. So maybe he can get on for some snaps Sunday night at 530 Wisconsin time when they kick it off. And I thought this was interesting. Do you know what Zach Taylor, head coach of Cincinnati, had these guys work on, especially yesterday? Special teams. Special teams,
0: because we've seen it completely, completely derail. One team's final season.
1: Two, three periods of yeah. special teams coverage. You know, McPherson, the rookie kicker, he kicking from all different angles. Right. And to be outside and say, okay, here it is. It's about 85 degrees. There won't be much wind inside SoFi. But this is what's going to feel like right. in three or four days this time of night with all 11 on the field. So right. special teams. How about Some that? Working
0: on special teams, which, uh, you know what, uh, after watching the Green Bay Packers go down in absolute flames. And, and again, and you're going to hear it today. Um, we, we had a chance to talk to numerous people, and they all that's what they all mention is special teams. And then it always comes back to Ken Rogers still get you over the hump. Great regular season quarterback not doing much in the last few postseasons when it was set up it's funny because i was listening to one of the san francisco stations yesterday they kept playing back two segments two clips one is i'll make the san francisco sorry 49ers sorry they never drafted me that one yeah and then the other one is after that uh, loss in the nfc championship game out there out there he said well things will be different we get them back in the cold and the snow in, at lambeau field and they've played that over and over again yeah of which neither have come through obviously and uh, so it, Rogers, he wins the MVP, but because of the way they went down and his very quiet, very passive, looking uncomfortable type of night, the way they went out of the, uh, the, the NFC playoffs, uh, he has taken a beating uh, in the, by this group in this room, man. It's been a, been a brutal couple of days.
1: So last night at the Honors uh, Award show, the, the host, they had, they had some jokes you know, in the monologue. And one of the jokes was, uh, and you know, the betting betting is a big deal now. And uh, with the NFL, As a matter of fact, um, one of the biggest bets is uh, not just the game, but where's Aaron Rodgers going to go? Right. And so the 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 betting odds are, are, are two to one, he goes back to Green Bay. Four to one, he goes to the Denver Broncos. And ten to one, he goes to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> and that got a huge laugh last night right and then they put the camera on rogers and he's kind of grinning like yeah okay yeah all right okay gotcha. move okay. along but then uh you know tj watt got defensive player of the year and jj watt was there to present right Big hug for the two brothers and mr and mrs from pewaukee they're, the, the watts family there you know the, you could see the dad crying it was that was great a great yeah. moment to see um and best play of the year was uh, you know the Ravens' 66-yard uh, field goal, best moment they call it. Uh, but then Aaron Rodgers, they, they they pull out the envelope, and who was the uh, uh, 2021 most valuable player in the NFL? And Rodgers got up on the stage uh, after being announced by Peyton Manning. And here's what uh, Rodgers had to say.
2: What are you? Huh? Uh, first, I gotta I gotta say it's an honor to share the stage with Peyton Manning, a man who's won this award five times. You inspired a generation of quarterbacks, myself included, buddy, and proud to share the stage with you, mate. Thank you. I'd like to thank the Green Bay Packers, Mark, Brian, Russ, our incredible fan base. It's been uh, an amazing 17 years. So thankful for the memories and the moments over the years. Uh, I'd like to thank Matt Lafleur and his perfectly groomed eyebrows. Oh, yeah, Matt, there you are. Bree, thank you. Great job tonight on those. But in all seriousness, two out of three years winning this thing—you're a huge part of this. I love you. I appreciate you. Thanks for me supporting me, empowering me, and making things easy for me. Appreciate you, buddy. I'd like to thank my teammates. Uh, this is. Uh, a special league that provides you so many incredible friendships that last longer than your time in the league. And I'm so thankful for the guys I get to come to work with every day, the memories, the jokes in the locker room and going to battle with them every week. Uh, I'd like to thank my inner circle. You know who you are. Thanks for your love and support this season, your consistency, reaching out like you do. It means the world to me, my Friday night crew. I love you guys. And you guys, uh, our big reason I'm standing here. And lastly, I'd like to dedicate this award to the memory of two really important people to me who passed on in the last couple years. First is the man that drafted me in 2005, Ted Thompson. And the second is someone that many people here are familiar with, former producer of the ESPYs and the NFL Honors, a dear and loyal friend, Maura Mant. Thank you.
1: He thanked Mora because uh, Mora assigned him to those some, some of those presenter roles, Right, came up with a concept to have him and Brett doing that bit back together, you know, yeah. like, you know, this is kind of, you know, and, and he thinks that opened the door for him for some of these other gigs he's gotten in, in television and show business after that, so, and she was really highly respected. For those shows like the ESPY Awards right, and, the, right. and, and developing the Honors Awards for the NFL Network, so
0: yeah, it was uh, it was a good night. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll was everything li-
1: in past tense there?
0: Um, it yeah. But you know, again, it's you know, it's I've loved my time there. I appreciate the fans. Appreciate the front office. You going to go anywhere else? Uh, I haven't. You know, I'm still making my decision. I won't let people hang, but I'll let people wander. He'll remain on the tips of everybody's tongue. It's working on the top
1: of mind. It's the, top, it's, it's, it's the biggest topic here. It's the biggest topic in on radio. Head, Row. Everybody headquarters. How many people have you? How
0: many people have asked you if Rogers is staying?
1: Oh, and that's the first thing. That's the, only, right. I, I, that's the really only reason I'm being invited to be on these shows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I, I did XM Radio. I've done numerous uh, you know stations around here as well. And when you sit here and start to talk to people, the first question is, so uh, w- give me your thoughts on Roger Stan or not. Uh, right. that's, I mean, I, you're walking around. I right. we see Packers fans. We were walking down to uh, the credentials last night to bring some people in. Right. And there's all these Packers fans lined up that are from from Wisconsin or listen or have paid attention to the podcast. And th- that's first question. You know, I'll, I'll take a picture with him and they'll go, hey man, Roger staying? Uh, it's what everybody's talking about. Whether or not he's actually going to remain in Green Bay. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We uh, it's our final day on Radio Row. We are glad to be here. Glad you're along for the ride today. For everybody watching over on the Bud Light Live stream, we certainly appreciate you being a part of the program as well. We are brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Stay tuned. We got more coming up live in LA right after this. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. We are broadcasting live. We're in LA at the LA Convention Center. Where I don't mean to make you jealous, but they have a heat advisory today. Here in L.A. Mike Clemens alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. You're going to hear from numerous guests. Ron Jaworski, Mike Golick. Uh, We have got uh, Bill Romanowski, the former Denver Broncos, San Francisco 49er, uh, going to be joining us. We've got uh, the Bears uh, running back, Khalil Herbert, who had uh, some big returns. Cooper Rush of the Cowboys. Ryan Griffin, who now is the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was actually the backup behind Tom Brady, but right now he'd be the guy on the depth chart. Mm. So he's going to be here. Uh, and for those of the you that watch Vanderpump Rules, Lala Kent is going to stop by. Kicks Brooks from Brooks and Dunn, uh, going to be here today as well. But uh, going back to last, excuse me, last night, Mike. Um, a lot of stuff went on. Malafleur obviously there. Uh, Leroy Butler getting into the Hall of Fame. Uh, the questions, like you and I talked about, still circulate as to whether or not Rodgers is actually going to return or not. Uh, so it, it just it was a really kind of cool packers night you talked about you know t.j watt and by the way i'm sure all of packer nation was one glad t.j watt won, and two just mumbled, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin <laughs> King. Yeah. You know, so
1: Kevin King. Yeah,
0: you know, I am sure when Aaron Rodgers yeah. said, you know, hey, to a couple of people that have passed on, I want to thank Ted Thompson, and everybody went, yeah, thank you, Ted. Yeah, right. Got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Could have had uh, T.J. Watts sitting right yeah, there. wasn't Wasn't going to take a Defensive Wisconsin guy,
1: player of the year. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, no doubt.
1: Uh, this was interesting last night. So Aaron. Uh, wins the MVP, everybody, everybody, everybody thought that that's what was going to happen, everybody in the league, everybody, you know, the votes, it's the AP that still does this. They did it at the YouTube Theater here last night, and, and you know, it, Roger Goodell came up with this concept, like, why do we just hand these things out? Why don't we turn this into a show like the Oscars, and we can, you know, make a, a TV show and sponsorships and money? Mm-hmm. And they've just moved it then from Thursday night to, from Saturday night's, to thursday night now and it was on abc last night so you know big deal production and uh, rogers was up there on the stage and he he teased matt lafleur saying hey, you know your eyebrows look great and said nice job brie which is his wife so lafleur showed up last night and he was on the red carpet and he was asked uh you know the obvious question so where is it with you and aaron rogers i mean are you guys communicating about right. this decision process
0: there's no updates i mean but yeah absolutely we, we were in con- communication and um had a good few days after the season to yeah. sit down and really kind of try to digest the season and um you know just gonna let him go through his process but certainly we're all hopeful to have him back in in green bay and I mean, shoot, the guy's done so much for so many. Yeah, yeah, Everybody in that organization, everybody in that city, and certainly would love to see him retire a Packer.
1: Retire a Packer. Right. And to me, that's a little bit like, yeah, this guy ain't going to retire – you know, it's whether or not he... Right, right. Plays Yeah, I, as a matter of
0: fact, uh, Tom over on the Bud Light livestream said, you know, hey, as somebody who made a retirement decision, I can tell you how incredibly difficult it is, you know, give the guy some space. Right. This isn't about whether or not he's going to retire. No. That, that's, that, Tom, that's not what this is about. This is about whether or not he's going to play in Green Bay or he's going to take his ball and go home and go play elsewhere. Well,
1: he's, trying write, he's trying to write his own story. Right. That's what he's trying He
0: about. wants the control. The problem is unless he takes a concession or agrees to certain pay things, because uh, this is all about money. And if they can't afford it, look, he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild, but if you don't want to give the money back, you kind of have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, there's, there's there's a lot there that is within his control and also not within his control.
1: Also in the audience, Aaron Jones. Yep. Packers running back. Um, when the, he They caught up with him on the NFL Network to say, so here you are, you know, you're a player in Green Bay, and you're wondering if your future Hall of Fame quarterback is going to come back another year. You know, this, is ha- yeah. this happened years ago. Uh, does this affect you, Aaron Jones, as, you know, as a, as a player? Uh, no, sorry, it doesn't bother me. I just kind of focus on myself, uh, try to take take the time to perfect my craft during this time. Uh, I haven't talked to him at all about the offseason or anything, but, you um, I think he likes to take it day by day yeah, and no doubt. live his life, but um, not so much worry about who, who, where, where I'm going or who's playing, or um, so just focus on myself.
0: There you go. Which is, we saw Aaron uh, yesterday, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones yesterday, and you caught up with him, and yeah. basically he just kind of said, you know, same thing. Yeah, you know, I'm just worried about me. Yeah. You know,
1: and then he's here doing some marketing. You know, right. he's saying, and also for a lot of his own causes, also. Uh, He was nominated uh, as the the Packers' Walter Payton of the Year Award. Right. Which went to Andrew Whitworth, the big uh, left tackle out here, who gave a tremendous speech last night about saying, you know, we were playing the Lions, the Rams were playing the Lions, and after the game, this one kid that was on the Lions roster came up to me and said, you don't remember me, but when I was at a boys' club, you sat down and talked to me and, you know, made me feel better about myself. And so I just want to let you know, here I am. I made it to the NFL. So that was a great moment last right. night. And that's the kind of guy that Aaron Jones wants to be as well uh, with all the great community stuff that he does. So he was there talking to a couple of networks yesterday about uh, those programs. And, and uh, Gary Blunt, uh, I got a great picture I'm going to post to those two, two guys too. So yeah. it, was, it was great to have a chat like that with Aaron Jones.
0: Um, Susie said, uh, Roger said he would let everybody know sooner rather than later. When do you think the time frame is going to be? Well, it, within the next three weeks you would assume, because you get into the new financial year yeah, coming up good. in the middle of March. Coming
1: up in a week or so. And then the,
0: free is going to hit. Coming
1: up in a week or so, they have to make the decision on Devontae Adams whether or not they're going to put the franchise tag right. on him. And traditionally, Ted Thompson and Brian Gudekinst don't believe in a franchise no. tag. No. They don't think that that's the right way to go. Players usually hate to get the franchise tag. But in this particular situation, would this be the way that Russ Ball advises them to go to work this out money-wise. Right. Is this the card you need to play, you know, one more to add to the stack to to get Aaron Rodgers to come back or meet whatever his criteria of in returning for an 18th season in Green Bay?
0: What's going to be interesting is, uh, so last year was the offseason of drama. Will he or won't he? Is he or isn't he? And that didn't happen until April, the end of April. Right. That was the end of April, right there before the draft. So up until that point, we just talked about what the team was going to do. We you know, there was
1: some stuff out there because because of the way he left after losing to the Buccaneers. And, you know, I don't know well, you know, what I'm going to do. Right, right. And a lot of people in the press box interpreted that as saying, oh, my God, he's, he's just going to quit. He you might know? retire. He yeah. might retire. And then that seemed to simmer down. But, no, it wasn't until those reports that, you know, you had on your show the morning of the draft that the, right. and then we found out to be absolutely true 4 days later when murphy murphy's the one who told right he told broke, everybody really yeah. broke the story yeah i've been out there brian's been out there matt's been out there we've all been right. out there visiting this guy the last 2 or 3 months trying to talk him off the ledge and then later we obviously found out the agents knew about this stuff going on the agents yeah. the agents talked to each other out here and all these agencies are out here in la bill right and, and they were saying you know Hey Mark Murphy is in is in Malibu talking to Aaron Rodgers. What's yep. up with that? Yep. So, you know, they knew that that was a, some kind of a problem.
0: Yep, no doubt. So uh, that was that was just last year was the off-season of drama. Now this year you wonder what it's is it going to be okay? How are they going to rebuild? Or is it going to be who are they going to add? Who are they going to cut? Because once Rodgers makes a decision, now you've got to manipulate the rest of the roster. Because you know if Rodgers is coming back, and maybe they keep Devontae. Okay, here's the money. How much have you gained? And then who are they going to have to keep? Who are they going to have to cut? And then who are they going to have to replace if you're going to keep the band together?
1: I wonder how, um, uh, if one of his requests is, uh, and I really want to see Mercedes Lewis back one more year.
0: I don't think that's a big deal, though. He's only a few million bucks. It's not like he's making twenty million.
1: Yeah, I. But you know, you have to wonder if you know the personnel department says we, you know, we'd we'd like to get another Robert Tunyon in there, full service well, guy, a younger guy. Yeah, guy, but you'd you know.
0: like to get a Robert Tunyon in there if you can draft one.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, and that's the thing is and, what.
1: And by the way, Tunyon, Elton Jenkins, after what we just saw with Bakhtiari and an ACL, that doesn't mean they'll be ready by September, right? That doesn't mean that they'll be there. Well, the other
0: they'll question be. is going to be. What is your priority in the draft? Now, granted, you always want to have your draft board fall to you, but let's be honest, they got to get some wide receivers. I mean, you look at the teams that are here, you've got OBJ, Cooper Cup, you start to go through that list. You know, the wide receiving core in Cincinnati is fantastic, including the fact that they got Joe Mixon out of the backfield, but they've got three good wide receivers in Cincy for Joe Burrow, you know, and you got Devontae Adams
1: and a bunch of dudes. Last night, when I saw Leroy Butler go up there, and you know, accept or be inducted in, into the Hall of Fame. He'll you know, he be inducted this summer. The one thing that came to my mind is something you and I were talking about earlier too, is about the fact that that Super Bowl thirty one team back in ninety six, you had Brett Favre, and then you had this tremendous defense that you built up with Reggie White, and Sean Jones, and Dotson, and and you know Leroy Butler there in the backside, Newsom on the corner, and the linebackers and Simmons, and they had a really tough defense. And, and and they were solid on special teams as well, and I just thought you know when they bring in guys like Antonio Freeman, who was you know a, a lunch old receiver, and some of the other guys that they brought in the, and got the and their speedster guy Robert Brooks went down with a you know a, a knee injury. Right. I, I just uh, I just think that Ron Wolf and Ted Thompson and Brian Gouda can say get a great quarterback, get a great defense, get a good left tackle, you know, get a good defensive end, a pass rush, and. There's plenty of receivers out there. I just don't think, you know, they used a, their first pick on Jordy Nelson. They also used one on, on Javon Walker, right? You know, which didn't work out. And I just, they just don't seem to be a let's take a receiver in the first round kind of team. Even when there's four or five good yeah. receivers to be had. So my point is, I think that they think that they can get plenty of guys to catch the football. That they, they invest more on offensive line, quarterback, and a couple well, their of stars offensive line
0: is pretty set, right? I mean, you're not going to get Elton Jenkins back until later in the season. No, because and, of the and, injury. and you
1: held on to your offensive line coach, Adam Stenovich and the you've offensive coordinator. I'm just saying philosophically, yeah. I don't see them using a high draft pick to, to get a wide receiver.
0: Unless you get a Justin Jefferson that falls to you
1: yeah yeah you they'll, know, they'll always go by value right they'll always go by value but you know just the, some of these guys have a template about you know they rate the positions yeah quarterback at the top you know
0: well remember they never really rated very high the middle linebacking position until all of a sudden now the campbell shows up and you go oh that's the way the middle linebacking core is supposed to look See, like
1: and i i have a feeling that that's the way that the packers think that it can solve a problem like wide receiver there's always one out there we yeah. can probably pick up off the street and be just fine with
0: let's do this we're going to step away take a quick break we'll hear from Leroy butler when we come back uh do that we got a lot of good stuff coming up uh, throughout the day as well we're broadcasting live in la on radio row at the la convention center i'm bill michaels mike clemens alongside this uh, portion of the program brought to you by our friends at bud light the official beer sponsor of the bill Michaels sports talk network also our friends from quick trip quick trip they bring you all kinds of good stuff and if you're looking for uh, your supplies for the big game so to speak stop into the beer cave stop into the get pick up a pothole pizza or ten for you and your friends, some of that fried chicken, which is so fantastically good. And right now, if you want to be come a part of a great team, they are hiring as well. Stop in and, and maybe fill out an application, or do it online. Go to QuickTrip.com. Plenty of things to do over there at our good friends from QuickTrip. Can't. Uh, by the way, speaking of QuickTrip, God, I miss them. Holy crap! You and I stopped at the uh, the gas station yesterday. Holy crap! We missed QuickTrip. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh. Oh my god, we missed question. Start with the coffee, man. Yeah, exactly. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show live here in LA coming up after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show.
1: On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. And here's Evans back to throw on second down. They chase him out of the pocket for screen, Gene. and he sets a screen up, and it's knocked down at the 38-yard and line. A fumble, tackle. Do the Packers have the ball? Apparently they do, and they're going to give it Detroit to the Goes to the touchdown. Is that a touchdown or not? Well, they don't know where they
0: to call it. Nobody
1: wants to call anything. Well,
2: the officials are going to confer. Let's see what they're going to do here
1: thought he was tackled. Did he fumble or did they get a touchdown? It is a touchdown for Leroy Butler. Holy cow on the fumble recovery.
0: Welcome back. Leroy has gone into the Hall of Fame after years of waiting. Yes. Leaped in. Yeah, he leaped in to the Hall of Fame. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to wis-hd.com. That is wis- hd.com new bikes rolling in a big inventory of used as well stop in tell craig and everybody we said hi also want to say thanks to our friends at burn pit barbecue go to burn pit bbq.com we can't say thanks enough to them for being a part of the program if you're looking for barbecue sauces rubs hot sauces they've got it all again go to burn pit bbq.com butler 38 picks 20 and a half sacks 13 forced fumbles In his career, and he goes into the Hall of Fame last night.
1: excellent job by Ben uh, from the show uh, to be able to get that in the archives. Jim Irwin, Max McGee with the call. I remember the day because when we drove up, Bill, I'd covered Packers already about seven or eight years, and I thought, just once, just once I'd like to kind of cover an ice bowl kind of game because, you know, I was a little kid when the ice bowl happened, and it was never that brutally cold, but this was a game in December against the Raiders. And the Packers were, you know, a, a team that was always just a couple of steps away with this new head coach and Mike Holmgren. And, you know, Reggie White had c- come to town and Favre had made some amazing passes, but he would sometimes throw games away and have some picks. Yeah. So you get that play where the balls bobble up and then Reggie, you know, flips it to to Leroy and he runs down the sidelines and then he's pointing. He points to the, to the fans. Right. I'm, Here coming I come. Here I come. I'm coming your way. Here I go. I'm coming your way no one had ever seen this before and he just one two three leaps into those stands turns around and those fans all grab him and the press box which is always as quiet as a library that's the way they want it you know it's a working press box erupted in laughter because it was like oh because it was it was a great play to begin with right and you know what it was it was wow swagger because you know the Lombardi Packers would have never done that. No, no, no. You know, no. act like you've been there kind of right. mentality. Uh, that, and then that was a different eras too. And then you went through the seventies and the eighties where you always had these teams that were five hundred, with Green Bay. You'd have a right. you'd have a great quarterback with Dickey and then James Lofton, but the defense would somehow let it slip away. And in the, in the, so many games, I would watch Joe Montana come and then just put the Packers away in the fourth quarter. Dan Marino come to Lambeau, and then just put the packers away in the fourth quarter jim right. kelly put them away at a game at county stadium but now you got now you got farb now you got a chance and now the defense is making plays and that one single play that Leroy did there it pulled the fans and Th- that's when Lambeau became like you can't win here man right Th- those holmgren era fans were a special kind of loud out there and yeah. and and, and and that's what got that whole ball rolling with Bob Harlan and all that. Just that one little play like that. And, of course, that became the signature for Green Bay 25, 30 years later. Everybody leaps into those stands, and it's grandfathered yep. in.
0: Yep. Yeah, it, uh, it was a good moment. Uh, we have all figured that once Lynch got in that it was kind of the dam was going to break. Lynch. John Lynch got in last yeah. year that, uh, you know, you, you It was, was time with the Buccaneers. Yeah. You kind of figured that Leroy was going to go. And and once you're a finalist, you're named a finalist, you eventually will get in.
1: Right. Well, the the other thing about Leroy, too, was his style of play. And Fritz Schirmer was the defensive coordinator. And he would move him back there from like a free safety or strong safety. And you'd put him right up there outside Reggie's shoulder. Right. And Troy Aikman would be standing there and saying, why, why is the safety here? Is he going to cover the guy in the slot? Yeah. No. Give, give him a green light, and he'd go out, be a safety blitz. He'd go after the, the quarterback or if the running back had hand off. And Leroy had a way that he he wasn't a hard-hitting safety like John Lynch, but he was really sound. He had this way that he would wrap up guys and spin and twist and, and, and take them down to the ground. Yeah. And it, it, it was kind of a soft touch. But once he wrapped those arms hard around you, you you, you know, you were done.
0: You were done. Kind of like the Cobra snake, so to speak. Exactly.
1: Yeah. He was he was gonna and could have kinda put a chokehold on you, very sure tackler that way, and also just smart, knew where the football was gonna be, got the picks, got the hands in, and a vocal leader and, and you know, now he's been, you know, on the air for years and a spokesperson across Wisconsin and putting those skills. Uh, and his story, too, uh, yeah. to the background. So, yeah, good, a great inductee, and in addition to the Hall of Fame in Canton. So
0: we've got, uh, let me ask you this, off of the team this year, we just looking at Rodgers and Devontae as possible Hall of Famers? Rodgers is surefire. Is Devontae? Do we put in David Bakhtiari eventually?
1: Yeah, I think so. And and what it's going to take for uh, Bakhtiari is uh, some, a little more longevity yeah. for a left tackle to get that in there. I think he's probably on the way. Um, let's see. Uh, defensively, I don't. It would be really hard for Kenny Clark to make that case, even though it's such a solid player that he is. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's got a bunch of quarterback sacks or right uh, those kinds of things. Uh, and he's not kind of the outspoken. You know. There's right, a spoken player like that. Um, no, but it's uh, that's a good question, though.
0: Eventually, uh, Jair, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If he can come back and and be the what would be what he was prior to going down,
1: right, right, it would take a lot you know? more, a lot more interceptions yeah. probably for him. To, for boy, a, I tell you what, Devondre Campbell has like
0: another that. ten years like he had this past year. Holy mackerel!
1: Yeah, he, he, he'd be in right yeah.
0: because boy, he had a tremendous season.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, he spent the first five or six of it with the Falcons, you know, right.
0: and after they're toiling away, loss, yeah, yeah, toiling away in anonymity. But uh, you know, so you you've got Reggie, you've got your Brett. You've gotten Alaroy off of that team. Who else? Anybody?
1: No. Nobody no, else off of that team? About it. Two guys on defense.
0: So go back to the team that won the championship in 2010-2011. Rodgers will go in.
1: Yeah. Woodson is in. Woodson's in. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, what the, what the writers in Wisconsin, what the Packer fans will be clamoring for next is, they feel Mike Holmgren should be the next Packer uh, addition to the Hall of Fame, so that would be the coach, right, going in. And I think that's a probably pretty good choice because um, he did help change the culture in Green Bay, and then he got to the Seattle Seahawks to a Super Bowl as well. Yeah, and was a part of the 49ers' the success there as a young a quarterback coach as well. So, um, um, and Holmgren just recently said, you know. Um, uh, if I get in, that'd that be great. My family will come down. But, you know, I'm good with where I'm at. I mean, right. Mike did just fine for himself uh, up there in Seattle. They paid him really well yeah, for a yeah. long time. So, yeah, he's going to be just fine. He's done, he's done some radio the last couple of years. Uh, some of those Sunday night games we hear driving back from Green Bay and oh, yeah. games and stuff like yeah. that as an, as an analyst. So. What about
0: Driver? Do you think Driver ever get? I I, I don't think Driver ever gets that, uh, to be, no, be honest. not that, enough
1: stats. I don't there. even
0: think there's a consideration there, no, to be honest. But
1: uh, you, you want to talk about a player with heart, uh, a guy who some of the national riders used to come to Green Bay just to talk about uh, Donald Driver's regimen in warming up and what it took for him to get to age 33, 34, yeah. 35 As a wide receiver, that story is kind of overlooked a lot uh, on the national scale. Uh, But, uh, you know, we think of Donald Driver being out there 34, 35 years old and taking those hits over the middle and still hanging on to the football in the end zone.
0: Right. Tough guy. Oh, you know what? There were shots he took going across the middle. And just got lit up. And yeah. I thought, okay, he's dead. Yeah. You know, it's not even injured. He's just dead. We're going to have to bury him right there. And he'd get up and do the shimmy shake, drop a first down football, and go right back to the huddle. And I, I don't know how he did it. In
1: recent years, and it maybe it didn't get as much publicity as it should, he has this Donald Driver Foundation dinner at the Pfister Hotel in Milwaukee now every year. It's unbelievable how much money that guy is raising and giving, yeah. him, like, millions every year to. 20 different social agencies, all with different backgrounds and causes throughout Madison, Green Bay, and Milwaukee, uh, and across the state. And so Driver is still doing an awful lot of time in Wisconsin with his fundraisers to put back into Wisconsin. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at
0: Steny's, second and national in Walker's Point, Milwaukee's best sports bar. Tell Ryan and the whole staff we said hello the award-winning bloody mary shuttles to all the games packers brewers badgers bucks you name it admirals marquette uwm they've got it all right down there at steny's also say hi to our friends at skipper buds todd and the gang you can check out the uh, huge selection growing selection yachts pontoons sport and deck boats fishing boats and yes the best in water sports in jet boats cruisers four wind mastercraft taiga, scarab they got it all Great service department with Ryan running that, but the GM is Todd. And if you're looking for a great deal, stop in and see Todd. Call him, 262-544-1200, 1200 Also want to say thanks to our friends at the Wrestling Taco right there in West Dallas. Uh, Marcus, Nicole, if you're looking for something to do tonight, go out and get a margarita. Get yourself a good meal. Maybe watch a little sports on a tube. They got some some theater seating out there for you as well. Maybe you need your taco in a theater seat. Who knows? But nevertheless, stop into the Wrestling Taco, 84th Street just south of the Wisconsin State Fair Park, a couple of blocks south. Stop in and tell them we said hi. We are broadcasting live out here in L.A. We're going to continue on, and then after the top of the hour, we're going to hear from Mike Golick, long time with ESPN. He's going to be on the sidelines for the Super Bowl, and he's working. Former Eagles. Former Eagles guy. He's working with our own Kevin Harlan who's going to be calling the Super Bowl this year. Oh, really? Yeah. I had to cut it out of the interview because I told him at one point I would go up to Door County because Kevin doesn't invite me. I said it's because I'd go up and plug his toilet. And Mike went, oh, you know, it kind of shocked him with it. And I kind of cut that out. But, you know, it's, Kevin's never invited me. And I'd have to break into his house if that were to actually happen. But you get you get what I'm saying. Stay tuned. We got more <laughs> coming up right after this.
1: Covering Wisconsin sports
0: like a blanket, this is The
1: Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Rams and the Bengals Sunday night at 5:30 for Super Bowl 56. Here in Los Angeles, the Rams had to move their practices from their facility in the hills of Thousand Oaks to the Rose Bowl in Pasadena due to the heavy Santa Ana winds in the area. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford says he's excited about Sunday night, but had this advice for his teammates.
0: You know, once the ball snaps. Uh, that's going to be another football game you know we got to go out there and execute we got to play you know to the best of our ability trust each other trust our ourselves and go out there and just have fun playing it and enjoying the experience
1: the bengals held practice at ucla afterwards head coach zach taylor reflected on only having four wins last year to going to the super bowl the following season appreciate everything that's happening for us right now because we've seen the worst of things and now obviously we're seeing the best of things and Um, I can't think of any better way to to go along this journey than the way that we've done it so far. And last night at the NFL Honors Awards, Packers safety Leroy Butler learned he'll be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame later this year. And for the fourth time, Aaron Rodgers won the league's Most Valuable Player Award.
2: I'd like to thank the Green Bay Packers, Mark, Brian, Russ, our incredible fan base. It's been uh, an amazing 17 years. So thankful for the memories and the moments over the years. Uh, I'd like to thank Matt LaFleur, and his perfectly-groomed eyebrows. We <laughs> oh, yeah, Matty, there you are. In all seriousness, two out of three years winning this thing, you're a huge part of this. I love you. I appreciate you. Thanks for supporting me, empowering me, and making things easy for me. Appreciate you, buddy.
1: That's Aaron Rodgers. In Los Angeles, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
0: uh, Convention Center, which is the NFL Media Center, better known as Radio Row, and the NFL Fan Experience, which is in full gauge, uh, just outside the doors. And they have uh, got the NFL Pro Shop, which is (laughs) stuffed with as many people as you can possibly fit into it. Uh, We saw yesterday a little bit. I want to go over before we get out of here. I'm going to try to get into the NFL Fan Experience a little bit. I haven't done as much of it. like You know, usually we walk around it. You know, we're all over it just to kind of see what different stuff they have. Haven't had a chance to get in there too much this year. But uh, but nevertheless, only for the fact that it was only open, you know, it really open in full mass yesterday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon and then kind of blows it apart on Sunday after they get to the game. But could to try to get over there. But that's where we're broadcasting from, from right next to the crypto center where the Bucks have uh, beaten both uh, the Clippers and dismantled the Lakers and such. So... Uh, good stuff there, even though they got knocked off by the Suns. Uh, but uh, good, to, good to be out here. Good to be kind of trailing around a little bit. Thanks to everybody that uh, brought us out here as well. Our buddy Gino, who did some tremendous work on National Pizza Day and made it on Fox 6 News. And thanks to the Calderon Club and all the guys down there. They do, so, and, uh, they do such a fantastic job. Robin, the uh, head chef in San Giorgio. They pair up the Bill Michaels Pizza with our friends from Point Brewing and Cider Boys. So, uh, if you're going to go down there, that's what they pair it up with. Tremendous combination. Highly recommend um, our, our buddy Gino and uh, the San Giorgio Club, also the Calderon Club, the only th- authentic Napoletana pizzeria in the area. In the, there's only 67 or 70 of them in the United States, and we have one of them right here in our own backyard. So, stop in and tell Gino we said hi. You've
1: got uh, Jaws coming up today. Jaws is coming up at the moment. Ron while, yeah. Jaworski. Ron Jaworski. The Eagles quarterback, now, and great l- analyst. Because I, I kind of want to hear his take on. Joe Burrow and where, where he thinks yeah. Matthew Stafford is at. We in talk about all of that.
0: Okay. We talk about it. Now, Jaws, I will say this, uh, the interview with Jaws taped yesterday. Okay. Uh, because last night we had a fantastic time. We ended up going to Cigars with the Stars, uh, and it was near the Omni Hotel.
1: So is that a party that he's like a host at or something? Him and, him
0: and Mike Ditka. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, it's, Okay. It's, Jaws, Ditka and Jaws is yeah. what they call it, yeah, and yeah. Cigars with the Stars. And they brought in Michael Irvin. Came Michael Irvin. Made, he showed up. It was it was from seven to eleven. He showed up at about nine thirty. In a the most one of the most flamboyant suits I've ever seen. Yeah, it was like three D. Yeah, and he came walking in with an entourage. He's so um,
1: he's so loud on set on TV. Oh yeah. But I, I if, if you guys talk to him, yeah. I mean, you know what? He's got a heart this huge. big. It's huge. huge. Take, He's the took, nicest guy. Sat and guy. took pictures
0: with everybody. You know who we sat with last night, uh, because uh, all the women are in heels. You know, right. I mean, five inch heels up to their necks. Especially in Hollywood. Yes. Oh God, yes. Um, so yesterday, you walk around. Uh, Kyle Turley uh, was the band. Oh, okay. His band yeah. from Nashville was mm-hmm. the, the musical act. Mm-hmm. So we walked around and you walk in and you go through. They got about seven to ten cigar vendors, so you can go through each one. It, everything's free. You, it's, it's paid with the price of your ticket. Now, we, we got in as part of what they call the media section, the you know, whatever. Uh, but we got in, so you go through, and all the cigars and stuff, you can just talk to the vendors, and it's free. And then all the liquor, I mean, everything was completely complimentary. But you walk through, they had chicken and waffles on one side. Oh, yeah? Then they had the make-your-own tacos, which were all, like, gourmet wagyu beef like we had over at the, uh, the restaurant the other day. Yeah. Then they had, on the opposite side, it was called Stadium Fair. They had Dodger dogs wrapped in bacon. Uh oh. Yeah, Dodger dogs wrapped in bacon. We did. Is it good? Might have tried two. It was very good. Oh wow. Dodger dogs with a chipotle sauce, a ketchup, and a spicy mustard. Stop. Yeah. Then they had uh, at the opposite end. Then they had like. Then they had these gourmet fries with one thing was Parmesan, the other thing was garlic, and then there was something else. And uh, then at the other end of that, what else did they have? I think it was like the, it was like a seafood thing, where it was this this butterflied shrimp and garlic butter and stuff. And oh my god! Yeah. I mean, you just walked around and you just dabbled in each, you know. But then we sat on this big giant stone bench, and I hear this guy comes over and goes, "My man!" I turned around, Nicky Woods. Oh, really? Sat right there and smoked cigars with Licky Woods last the night. The Bengals running the back? The Bengals running back. Doing yeah. the shuffle. Yeah, so we shuffled with him. Hey, coming up next, Mike Golick. You're going to want to take a listen to this former Philadelphia Eagle, former ESPN analyst, and now he's going to be walking the sidelines, doing the sideline reporting with Kevin Harlan, coming up for the Super Bowl this weekend. He'll also give us his opinion on none other than the Green Bay Packers and the way their season ended. Stay tuned. We are live. We are here in L.A. We'll be back right after
1: this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast.